If you're ready to finally start putting the pieces together and get a head start on your sober curious journey, you've got to get in my program, Awaken Sober Living. The secret sauce that really brings it all together is asking the right questions and then actually answering them. And then we go a little bit deeper. So if you're over the trap of trying to figure it out with moderation and stopping and starting all the time, this is the space for you to get a whole new perspective and make space for something new to come through. And that something new is more of you. There'll be a link right here in the show notes for you to go on over and get right in there. You can also just go to visit my website, marywagstaffcoach.com, and we will get going. I'll see you on the inside. I'll be there for you every step of the way. Welcome, welcome. My name is Mary Wagstaff. I am a life coach who ended a 20-year relationship with alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. In this podcast, we will explore my revolutionary approach to quitting alcohol that breaks all the rules, amazing stories from women who are throwing a better party because of it, and how you can stop drinking and start living. This show is not a substitute for rehabilitation, medical treatment, or advice, so please talk to a health professional if your alcohol consumption is a risk to your mental or physical health. Now on with the show. Welcome back, my beautiful listeners. Thank you so much for being here. I had been wanting to do a tribute to the mother on this podcast, which I kind of think all of my episodes are a tribute to the mother. But when I produced the show for today, I had kind of forgot and, you know, as time is seeming even more and more relative as we go along, that it was Mother's Day. But I really wanted to make, um, take this opportunity to bless every single mother out there, every grandmother, every great-grandmother, every auntie, and every woman that is listening, I want you to know that deep inside there lives a mother. We all go through the mother phase of our lives. We all have the sacred archetypes that live inside of us. And this is what is so crucial to know that it is, it is there. The mother is ready to hold you. She is just there to be un awoken. And I wanted to say a special thank you to my mother, Shannon Thompson, who not only gave me my life, but taught me what it means to be independent, what it means to stand up for what you believe in. So thank you so much, mom. I was raised and loved by three, a lineage of three beautiful women, my grandmother and my great grandmother. And I it couldn't have been more perfect, and they are definitely still with me today. Um, and I am so grateful for their presence because they were such a huge influence in my life. And I honor them every single day and pray with them and love them dearly. As I know that the DNA inside of the magic of my womb is the power of these women that have stood before me to give me the strength and the opportunity to not only rewrite that which no longer served the past, but to stand in my unique self and my unique presence. And I know every day my grandmother is 
very proud of me. And so not all of us have wonderful relationships with our mother or the feminine lineage of our families, but if there is a woman out, woman out there that has supported you and it might be our great mother, Gaia, that lives below our feet, pay a moment to tribute and to connect with her from the mother within to the mother without. And if it wasn't for the mother, none of us would be here. And I think that we're bowing deeply into everything we have to be into that space. Um, and so this was just a little thing that I wrote. And then we have a special little treat for you. <clears throat> It is the mother from which we come to which we will return. Some call her Gaia, others our lady. Still yet, mom, the womb heart of your life lives in your expanding pulse of offering everything we have to love. The only thing left as illusions fade is the unflinching faith that you will be held in the arms from which you came. As the divine union of forces unite, they wake you by day and rock you by night. It is her love that carries us through. The mother in me bows to the mother in you. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Hello, my beautiful listeners. Thank you so much for joining me again for another episode. I am thrilled to be here. I have been really enjoying creating this podcast and the interviews that I've been doing have just really brought a lot of um, joy to my life, but it would not be possible without someone on the other end. Um, and feeling like that this is actually an act of service to help support, especially in this time right now, um, just a little boost of inspiration and encouragement that you are capable in every phase of your life to dive deeper into this place of inner strength and knowing Knowing the self more creates that inner resilience that we need to move through change 
in the outer circumstances that are outside of our control. So I hope that you're finding this useful. And there was just a couple of notes I wanted to say before I get on with the show. One is if you have any questions that you would like me to answer on the podcast, please feel free to email me. Um, And if you would like to be a guest on the show and you have a story that you would like to share, I find that the interviews are so empowering for the women who are sharing them and telling their story that they may not have is just such a tool for healing um, at any phase of your journey through alcohol or if there really is um, a practice that you've had that you really find has been so useful with showing up in a way that is outside of the stories that we've created for ourselves And the other thing that I wanted to let you know is since I've started the podcast, I have had a lot of inquiries about one-on-one work and I do have a couple of spaces that are available right now for one-on-one coaching and the best way to find out about that is to just jump on a call so we can see if the work is a good fit for you and to kind of take the mystery out of what that looks like. And regardless, you will come away with some great great value and some great tools to use. Um, All of the consultations that I do, I really like to give everyone something to take with them. And sometimes it's just a little nugget of what they need to really inspire them to, to start the process of rewriting their relationship with alcohol. So for either or any of all of those things, um, you can just jump onto the website, Mary at Mary Wagstaff coach, excuse me.com that's my email but Mary Wagstaff coach um, dot com is the website and there's a scheduling app on there and then um, also if you have any questions that you'd like me to answer on the show I would love to do that for you I think it would be really fun to um, just get as much listener feedback as possible because I'm definitely here to be of service um, and to just keep my self in full authenticity and alignment with the work I'm doing and showing up as we are continuing to to meet the demanding changes of the world. Um, And so what I wanted to talk about today is facing resistance and what happens with resistance most of the time for us as human beings is it shows up when we are um, faced with change. And as you've heard me talk about before, um, some of the tools that I really use and that I help support my clients with is this tuning back into the natural rhythms of life and the natural rhythms of the self. And our outer society in the way that it's structured really is so far away from the natural rhythms of the earth and the cycles and um, phases of the self and of life that there are no guarantees in the outer world. But the one thing that we do have a guarantee of, unless there was a complete catastrophe and then it would all just be completely changed, is that we can see that out of seemingly nowhere, the spring has come and we can guarantee that. We know the tulips will come up again we know the snow will fall. And when we pay it more attention to the subtleties of nature around us, the shifting of the phases of the moon, where it is in the sky, how the light changes as we go through the seasons, 
we start to welcome change. And then we start to see those same rhythms inside of ourself. And we start to notice the subtlety of ourselves as we grow in years, as our monthly cycles shift and what's present in our lives and how our consumption of media or food or people's energy is affecting our natural rhythms. And so if we rely solely on the structure of something we have no control over, which is this outer world and society that has been set up for us, we feel powerless and we come up against resistance because everything that we knew to be true for our lives is now being threatened. And when we're threatened, we go into a fight or flight mode. So we shut down, we hide, we get um, our, our all of our systems, our nervous system, our ability to think clearly all shuts down and we hide, we want to run away or we want to avoid altogether. And early in my studies of the self and um, self-inquiry on, on my spiritual path, um, I learned that with change comes resistance and the only way to move forward is to walk straight through it. And sometimes it can feel like a fire, but it's not. <laughs> You're not literally walking through flames. And the first thing to do, to do is to show up to meet it. And so when we refuse to accept something, when we refuse to accept change, which as we know is the only constant, we stay in a state of denial, stasis, or constant moderation. So we're constantly trying to moderate to keep things the way that they are. And I think that that's exhausting. I think balance in real life is a flow, right? So there is a part of the year where there's much more darkness than light. And then there's much more light than darkness and it shifts and it flows and it moves through these cycles in the earth so that there's a rest period and then there's a, a, um, incubation period. And then there's a period of life and fertility. And so, these metaphors work because they are also happening inside of us. And when there's such a stark shift in our reality, like that is happening right now with the pandemic, but that is also very parallel on, a, on the micro scale of our personal relationships with alcohol, we can see that when we think about shifting away from alcohol as a way of life, um, there's immediate resistance because we have interwoven everything around that. So the very first thing to do is to just face it, to be honest with the fact that there is resistance to this change, even though it's a change that you want so desperately. And the only thing you can think is how can I moderate this? How can I make it so that I can have the best of both worlds? Or that's what you think, that that is the best of both worlds. And I 
you know, whether or not, you know, you continue to have a relationship with alcohol and you continue to drink, starting the process with figuring out how to moderate is not the way to begin. You have to really believe into a life where alcohol is irrelevant. And then once it's irrelevant, you won't want to moderate. But if you do, then you have this choice to come back at with more power. But it's really being in that place of power and being able to move through resistance with grace to find that sense of control and the easefulness of change. And the reason that you're questioning right now your relationship with alcohol is because it's no longer serving you. It's no longer doing what it what it once did. You're no longer finding the pleasure and joy and your you're still doing it. And, um, I think it's Deepak Chopra that I heard say that addiction is the thing that we can't get enough of that we simultaneously hate at the same time. And this is where that cognitive dissonance comes in, where we're just constantly fighting ourselves of, I want to change, but this thing has been so amazing. And so there comes resistance, right? There becomes this, this, this push and this pull against a refusal to accept that maybe on the other side of it, just maybe there's more. And what I find happens when people moderate is they'll take a long break from alcohol and there's no right or wrong way to do any of this and every every person is different. They'll take a long break from alcohol and kind of prove to themselves that they can, you know, withstand or abstain from it. And then they go back and they have a drink and it's still not satisfying. (laughs) And it's actually creating a feeling, especially when they've been really working towards getting it out of their lives, potentially, it'll create a feeling, a real physical sensation um, that doesn't feel good. And you still have this, this holding on to this idea of it, of it creating something for you, a feeling for you that it just never, it just never will again. And that place of trying to chase that pleasure that fill that void that's no longer, use that that pleasure response that just doesn't fill that void anymore because you are changing past that is very frustrating and people can stay in that wheel and get stuck for a really long time. So what you have to do is you have to pause. You have to first take a big pause and you have to look at it and you have to, instead of refusing to accept it, you have to be really honest with yourself and you have to know what you are resisting and why. Then you might not have an answer for it right away. And it's just because it's become a way of life that you know. And right now you might not know another way. You might not know another way to spend your time. You might not have felt the feelings that you are needing to feel for a very long time. And so all of these things are completely normal. And it does take time to start to relearn the process of emotion. But if you don't start the process 
of just simply stating that you are in this place of resistance, it will never go away. The resistance for your changing your relationship to alcohol and then the resistance of change for other things in your life will continue to show up and compile. And because you won't have created the tools to feel into emotion, to know that you can handle and face anything in your life, the the stressors, the new stressors of life or change or you know, your children leaving the house or wanting to get a new job that, you know, seems like it has some new expectations and challenges of you, whatever it is, you are going to continue to use alcohol as a tool to manage your emotions by lessening their experience. And when we do that, we're just prolonging the inevitable. They never go away. They just get buried and they usually get some buried somewhere in the body and it shows up as dis-ease, dis-ease in the body. And we then will use other things like food or entertainment or spending because the alcohol is not going to be doing it anymore for you. So you're just going to be grasping at whatever feels like it might be something to create pleasure pleasure, or to help you move through this change, this new experience. But the only way through resistance is to move through it by going inward. And we've talked about this on several episodes about really needing to pause and just simply start to observe and to take the time to just feel into sensation. It could just be one day, one day of the week where you are really wanting to have a drink and by saying no to yourself, there becomes this internal resistance. And so you just pause You simply pause and you say, what's going on here? Why am I facing so much challenge here? And how do I really need to feel in this moment? What would be most supportive of this experience for me right now based on my current circumstance? And you just start to treat yourself like a best friend. You start to treat yourself like the mother that you are inside. You start to show up for yourself how you would care for a child and you really have unconditional compassion for where you are. And with the world and the outer world, the way that it's changing rapidly, that this facade of safety and security is being revealed right before our eyes, the truth is, is that facing resistance to change is not only crucial, but is necessary for your survival so that you can live into the rest of your life and not be in possibility of the biggest and best and brightest thing but be able to just know that there is infinite possibilities, that possibilities of what 
is what life can look like are infinite and that we have just created these stories because it's all we've known and we never questioned it. So we just go from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. But life didn't always look like this. We didn't always have to work to make money to get what we need, right? We used to grow our own food. We used to live in caves. (laughs) There was a lot of things that used to happen. And of course, the luxuries of um, human advancement are wonderful. Um, And we know that we have this technology so that we can communicate. Um, But there's a balance and there's a flow. And when we come up to face resistance, It's because we don't know how to move through that. We don't know how to kind of sit back and surrender a little bit of that gripping to the way that we thought things should be and allow them to unfold naturally as they are. And, you know, we experience this with the natural cycles of life and death. And there's a lot of ways to move through the process of loss Um, and essentially that's what is happening right now. And you can face loss with grief and you can be in it and allow yourself to experience the emotion or you can ignore it and you can hold on to the past of say a loved one that is no longer in your life, whether it's because the relationship ended or they have passed away and this is the same that happens with alcohol it is such an interwoven part of our lives but it's not a person and alcohol just stays there it will stay there and it will do the same thing over and over and over again and as much as you want it to be different it will never be different even if you moderate you will still spend so much of your mental capacity not giving it into alcohol when you have an urge and choosing the time and date that you will drink and you will have that drink and it still won't fill the void of what you're seeking, which is a deeper sense of self and trust And so today, when you come up against resistance about changing your relationship to alcohol or meeting a new way of life from different from how the world has been functioning, I will invite you to just be soft with yourself and to look at yourself from an outside perspective. Treat yourself like you would to someone you don't even know, a stranger on the street. If you saw someone sad, in fear, in resistance, what would you say to that person? Are you okay? And can you be honest and answer, actually, I'm not. I'm facing a lot of resistance right now. I'm in fear. And why? And what's possible on the other side of it? Can you open yourself not to the biggest and best and brightest future, but just to the idea 
that there is expansion and there is growth on the other side of change. And also offering yourself, if I move through this resistance, what is the worst that will happen if I experience this emotion? What am I not willing to face in light of having power and sovereignty over myself? There might be some things that you have to come up against, some old feelings of insecurity, sense of safety, loss, but you are capable of experiencing all of those things. You always have been. So too often we're so distracted with the next bigger and best thing of achievement of a certain aim. But all of those things can be a tool to just simply know yourself better, to know what you're capable of. But when we lose sight of improving ourselves and really living into possibility for the aim and the outcome itself, we really lose the essence of what it means to be human and what it means to be in part, an integral part of this interwoven tapestry. We see saving the world as saving the human race. And when that is our view of what life looks like, that it's just humans here on planet Earth, we're really missing out on an opportunity to understand how we are part of the cycle of life. And we are not the rulers of the earth. And as we are being shown, she's in charge, right? Nature. And there is a whole life under the water and in the air and life that we can't even see that is so imperceptible that we can't even experience it with our human mind and our human senses. So just for today, see if you can loosen your grip a little bit on the familiar past and the predictable future. Because right now, we can't predict the future and we never have been able to. So do the favor of honoring yourself to ask yourself, what am I resisting and why? And why is this changing my relationship to alcohol creating so much fear and anxiety? What am I afraid to find out on the other side of it? And there is no fear because you are worthy of experiencing yourself as you were born to be full and full of life and love. And the human experience of all of the emotions is what it's all about. And so I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope today you will choose yourself and to move through resistance so on the other side of it, you can find a deeper knowing, a deeper sense of who you are. 
and moving into a place of possibility. I hope you have a wonderful day. The process of unraveling your story outside of the confines of alcohol is truly a sacred and beautiful journey of the self. Rediscover who you are and a whole new world again. Stop by my website, marywagstaffcoach.com to get instant access to the on-demand workshop of my revolutionary five shifts approach. And while you're there, you can sign up for a one-on-one consultation where we will create together your life intention. This is the framework for which all of your decisions around alcohol are made from your truest and highest self. In addition to working remotely worldwide, I host private one-on-one healing retreats at my sanctuary in Mount Hood, Oregon. I can't wait to connect.